0: What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of 302 Birds. Big week for us. We have our charity event tomorrow on 420 at Klondike K. If you haven't heard, celebrity guest bartender night, stacked roster, E Rock, the Philly sports guy, me and KJ, Jack's on security tomorrow, so don't fuck with him. Um filling in for Big Sean. Like it's gonna be a fun night. We got a ton more Dunfee's coming through, Eagle Demon. Uh, Chris Nady, the list goes on and on. Birdman, I, I could go on for hours. And Sean Watson, I mean, like I said, tell more. Eagles cheerleaders, eight to nine. The point is, you better be coming tomorrow night. If you haven't seen, we have a ton of silent auction items. And last but not least, 100% of tips, bring cash, will be donated to the Eagles Autism Challenge. We'll be putting out buckets and everything for that. I should probably actually make a flyer while I'm thinking about it. Um, But other than that, I mean, there's a lot going on in Philly sports. I mean, the flyers seem to be crumbling before us with this quote-unquote rebuild, but it's been a rebuild for a while. The Phillies are seeming to bounce back. Bryce Harper could be coming back soon, which is some positive news. Jalen Hurts gets his long-term extension, and the Sixers are in the playoffs. Ton on deck. I don't think we have any call-ins tonight. So we will just get into his own segment without him, and I'll let Jack host it while well, I'll be right back. But time for Phillies Talk with Ballpark Tommy. Jinger's Yeah,
1: this is crazy. Um, this is my first time doing Ballpark Tommy. Um, so I don't know much about it. But the Phillies are looking good. Um, they won the series against the Sox, the White Sox. Sorry, Connor, um, even though your background has White Sox. Sox there. Um but, I mean, the Phillies are looking, you know, promising now because, you know, it's been a, it's been a rough start for us for sure. Uh, but it's nice seeing that they can uh, kind of reel it back in and play a lot, lot better. So, I mean, how do you guys think the Phillies are looking?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, the Phillies, they they started off very, very slow. Um, I'm sure it will pick up when the weather gets warmer 100%. Um, they'll all loosen up. And I mean, they're hitting the ball. They're hitting the ball very, very, very well. It's mainly just the pitching as of right now um, that's a problem. But yeah, I mean, you got Marsh stepping up, and he's killing the ball. He's like leading the league. I mean, uh, in third place, or something like that for um, batting average or whatever. Um, I, maybe not batting average, but like most hits or something like that. Um, Trey Turner, he's hitting the ball. Uh, you got Castellanos hitting the ball, which you didn't see much of last year. So you got guys stepping up to the plate, um, doing yeah. their thing, but it's just not providing those runs, and that's what hurts them the most. But it's glad that, I'm glad to see them win that series against Chicago. I mean, they should because Chicago is – Okay, of a, of a team, um, but it, yeah, it's, it sets you back up at home against Colorado, and Colorado's on a nine-game nine-game losing streak, so you should at least take three out of four of that series, if not sweep. So that's my yeah. Opinion. I mean,
1: with what you said, I mean we got Trey Turner for hitting his first career home run as a, a Philly um, in the regular season, which is huge because um, I, I think he did a few of that in uh, you know post or preseason or whatever. Uh, but you know he's playing a lot better. Um, like you said, more confident in our bat swinging. I mean, I thought we filled the hole for pitchers uh, in the off season. Clearly not. Um, so I'm not sure what what to uh, to expect. You know, next couple months.
3: Yeah, I mean, the starting pitching has else. been it's been a little bit shaky, but I gotta say the bullpen it's been pretty hands down. You know. Gotta way off the walks a little bit but not all the hits um and you hope that when the weather gets a little bit warmer that they start to get a little bit better i mean the best and you wake up was starting to wake up so so you gotta hope you gotta hope that the team from last year can kind of come back a little bit i mean Hoskins and Harper gone hopefully harpers come back soon um yeah yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's been a confusing start to the season for sure. I expected with Harper being out, we wouldn't look as strong. I was not expecting this rough to of a start to the season. Um, the start to the series is was, or the Chicago series, my apologies, was a little bit better. Um, I'm hoping that maybe we're starting to get our feet under us a little bit, starting to become more comfortable. Um, the weather in Chicago was also not Desirable. Um, The weather um, today was better, but um, up until today it was literally in the 40s. So I don't, I can assume that that probably had an impact on it as well. Um, But we are seeing some more guys step up to the plate, which is good, and seeing people become more comfortable as well. We'll see.
2: Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, it's going to be very, very cool to see uh, Bryce Harper back in that lineup because, I mean, he's your star along with Trey Turner. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they're all hitting the ball well. But, yeah, I mean, Bryce Harper, uh, it seems like he's above schedule and he's going to be back on the team probably, I'm going to say, mid-May, um, maybe even before that. Um he has to go through rehab. I want to. I, I hope he comes to Reading because I live uh, close to there. So um, I would like to see him play in person, like that close up. But yeah, I mean, it's good to see that uh, he's coming back and he's above schedule. I just hope they don't rush him or anything like that, just because he wants to get out on the diamond. Um, but I just I hope he he's uh, full, like not fully healthy. Of course, he's not going to be fully healthy, but uh, definitely better than he was before and along with that ranger suarez he's coming back too and you need to see him in that lineup um in that rotation because he's a he was a big piece last year and um uh, definitely will help out that rotation significantly
1: yeah and i'm and like we've talked before we got on the show live i mean i'm interested to see if we actually put bryce harper at first base because Um, you know we're used to he was a catcher starting his career and then played outfield. I think it's a good fit. Um, and hopefully we find a spot for him because I I did like the designated hitter role that he played last year. Because I mean we needed his bat when we needed it. Uh, but we'll see. I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be you know night and day difference once we have Bryce Harper back and Andres Suarez for sure. I'm excited
0: i think for the phillies the biggest thing that they need to do is be consistent and that's the biggest part about bryce harper that he brings to this team is consistency that's what i'm the most excited for is okay you're gonna come on this team and yeah you're gonna hit dingers that's great but like he's gonna bring consistency he's gonna bring leadership this whole team is built around him you know what i mean like when you look at all these players I mean, he's had an influence on pretty much every single starter on this team or a say on them being on the team. So this is literally Bryce's boys at this point. At the end of the day, he's bringing back consistency. He's bringing back leadership. And he's bringing back a hell of a bat and a swing. So, I mean, I think once he gets in the roster, it's just going to freaking kickstart everything. Like everybody. You know, Trey Turner came there to be with him. You know, I think just when he's out there on the field, even at first base, it's going to be fun to see. Now, Sean made a good point earlier I wanted to bring up. If he goes to play for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs or the Reading Fightins, I would love to go see a minor. We're going to that if that's the case because that would be insane to just see Bryce Harper in a minor league game. I get it. They do that for rehab, but it's just cool to see it in person. You know what I mean? It's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing if you're able to do it. Um, as far as the Sox goes, The Phillies really need to get their shit together while Bryce Harper's gone, because let me be Tom if Tom was here. Listen, guys, all right. It's the beginning of the year, and legends are made in the beginning of the year, Dutch. That's what he would be saying if he was here right now. I can hear his soul. The point is, he makes a very good point, actually, that if you don't start off hot or if you don't start off with good rhythm, you're kind of screwed for the rest of the year, especially in the division that the Phillies are in. So it's time to get your shit together. It's time to keep winning these series. You're on the right track. But even without Bryce Harper, this team should not be losing as many games as they are. There's no excuse, even without Bryce Harper. So I honestly don't want to hear it. I want to see them get their shit together. But, I mean, actions speak louder than words. I'm wanting to say that all the time. So we'll see how it goes.
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's... He's a game changer. He really is. So it will definitely help out the Phillies 100%. But, you know, I don't agree with Rob Thompson's doing. I think uh, some of the things that he's doing at the moment, because I don't think Christian Pache's good. I really don't. He's, he's a good defensive player, but he just doesn't have that bat, and you need to provide those runs. With Brandon Marsh being a really good defensive player. And with his bat now, you need to start him every day in center field. You need to start him every single day in center field. That. And that's 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 just my opinion. But along with, like, some other changes, like when he should pull pitchers um, and leave them out on the mound, like when I was at the home opener, he had uh, – it was Wheeler. He had somebody warming up in the bullpen in the fifth inning or something like that or sixth inning. I don't know when it was. Yeah, I think it was the fifth. And then – you go back to him. Why why would you warm somebody up and then throw him back out on the mound? I mean, he was at like maybe seven pitches or so, but still, why would you throw him back out on the mound when you have somebody warming up?
0: Right. And two, moving on to our next segment, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's official now. There is an update. How long do you think that Bryce Harper would be in the minor leagues, or how long do you guys want to see – Bryce Harper play in the minor league. Is this a one or two game thing, or is this longer? What do you guys think?
4: I've been seeing more and more reports saying that he's, that they're just going to skip it, that they don't think he even needs it. Um, So I think honestly, if he's going to be in the minor leagues, it's going to be one or two games. And that's, I think honestly, a big if at that point, but that is my opinion um, on
2: that. Yeah, if he does, if he does go to rehab, I don't think he'll go to Reading. Because that's the Double A team for the the, the organization, but I think he'll play, yeah, a two to th- uh, a series. I would say two to three games uh, at Lehigh Valley, and then go back up to majors. But we'll see what happens. Um, I think he's gonna, yeah, he's above schedule. But I really want to see him in that lineup because he's lethal and he's already hitting home runs. So what else could he ask for? You know, be up.
3: <laughs> but i mean that's what tom looks that. like he's here anything less than three games i mean the phil's getting him back as soon as possible and you know he he's been swinging the bats he's been warming up so i think he's just ready to come back and then help his team out when reese hoskins still needs to come back in the month. months so they need him pretty fast yeah no
1: yeah. 1000 percent. you're Coming from a Sox fan, yeah, you are very accurate in saying that because uh, definitely there's a hole on our roster that we need to fill, and that's Bryce Harper and Reese Hoskins. So hopefully he's all healthy. I know they're more worried about him sliding than swinging a bat for his yeah. injury. So um, hopefully he's back sooner later.
2: That's really the only thing that's stopping them is that sliding that they're really worried about. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, another thing, this is – off topic, but it's about the Mets. Uh, Max Scherzer got caught with sticky substance today, and right. if he gets suspended 60 to 80 games, uh, that's your that's your breaking point right there. That gives you the lead over the Mets 100%. Um, if you could pick it up, because the Mets are lethal, but now they don't have Verlander for a couple months, and if Scherzer is out with this sticky substance, he was saying that it's only rosin, but they wouldn't check you and say that a sicky substance if it's only rosin um so yeah i mean it, we need to see what happens with him but um yeah it, it's definitely going to be interesting to see
0: yeah for sure and i mean that's all we pretty much got for our segment for ballpark tommy connor we want to thank you for joining us as always and hopping on <laughs> best of luck to your socks and we're excited for when you come out here too for the eagles autism challenge and tomorrow will be one month away from yeah. the official Eagles okay, Autism Challenge. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Perfect. All right. Well, next up, I mean, Zep's not here once again too. We're just running all of our segments without our people tonight. But he shoots. He scores. Time for slap shots with Zep. Flyers talk from 302 Birds. Okay, so KJ texted in the group chat when he wasn't even here, and he said, Y'all. Oh, why the fuck are you talking about the flyers when they didn't even make the playoffs and me and ash were talking about it today and and ash made a good point um i asked ash i said hey is there anything that we could talk about that's flyers related that you think would work and ash gave me a pretty dedicated response so um one of the quotes we heard from some management from the flyers was we need a little bit of patience from the fans Ash, what's your initial reaction to this as a lifelong Flyers fan, a passionate hockey fan?
4: Um, we, we've 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 given them patience um, for <laughs> many seasons, and um, basically they need to just get their act together. Um, in <laughs> trying to be nice here. Um, they need to get their act together so i just threw some some basic stats up there um specifically from the last season was just brutal so we did have a 10 game losing streak split between december and january and then specifically um we did have our longest losing streak in the history of the franchise that lasted 13 games and then we did have three straight losing seasons um in the 2020 season 2021 season and 2022 season so the fact that they are saying that they really want to do this rebuild right however um haven't we really been in a rebuild for the last three seasons
1: yeah no 1000 percent. i mean i get it Uh, you're the, the you're the organization's the reason why there's no fan base because the team sucks they don't treat the fan base well at all they are charged arm and leg for you know every time you walk through the door so like you said ash like we've given you the time and it's been god 10 years, you know, since yeah. we've actually been a decent team. And I'm so since I was 14 years old, um, 10 years ago. And yeah. this is, this has been the struggling franchise of Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia for the past, you know, for the longest time, you yeah. guys got to, you know, hop on it ASAP because, you know, the, the ticket numbers were so down this year because the team was sucked so bad. And the fact that, if you want us, if you want fan base to come and pay for, you know, food, pay for drinks and things like that, then make the team good and yeah. do something about it. Like, this is insane. Like, I'm not a big Flyers fan, but I'm a big Phillies fan. And this is just the franchise that has been really, you know, the, the ownership has not really cared about the fan base at all. It's and
0: sad why- and it's disgusting because everything there is overpriced. Everything there is ran by Comcast, an organization that doesn't give a fuck about the fans. And apparently, like I bet you Comcast is looking at now like buying the Sixers. And apparently the Sixers owner is an owner now in the Washington Commander. What the fuck? What kind of like love triangle do we have going on there? Like we gotta cut that shit out immediately. He also owns owns
2: the New Jersey Devils, too.
0: Yeah, like what the fuck? That is the weirdest combo ever. But anyway, back to the Flyers. Um if you had three straight losing seasons and I don't even know the last time that they made it out of the first round of the playoffs, because I feel like that would have been breaking. Bubble season. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: It was the bubble season. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which was COVID. And that didn't even really matter um, because it was the same thing as the NBA finals. You know what I mean? Bubble season. Ah, just this whole team, like people don't get excited to go to fires games anymore. People aren't like, the Broad Street Bullies, like there's a certain culture when the Flyers are good and it's not there right now. And it's not our fault as fans. It's Comcast's fault as an organization. But what were you saying, Sean? Um,
2: Yeah, I was, I was going to say that Comcast needs to sell the team. I 100% think they do, but they won't and they'll just continue to do it. And then when at the end of the season when they were trying to win games, why win games when you don't need to? Just tank them. Get a better pick or you know, you know, so it just doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, I mean, I've never I've never been to the Flyers game at the Wells Fargo. I've been to the uh, stadium series against the Penguins at Lincoln Financial Field, the best stadium in the NFL. But um yeah, so I mean, that was my only flyers game. I was never really big on hockey as it is, but I do support flyers and when they're good, I pay attention, but now's not the time to pay attention because they suck. <laughs> right.
0: That is the truth, my brother. That is definitely the truth. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I think we want to say about the flyers. Anybody else got anything that they want to say? I mean, I just think that that quote was pretty fucking baffling that they really need to look at their words, because the past year, I feel like the Flyers have taken us fans on an absolute roller coaster of emotions. Um, Like I said earlier, it's the night of doing segments without people when they are not here. So without further ado, I will. If you guys aren't already join our Discord server, the link is in the bio for that. Sean, how you feeling up 2-0 on the Nets? Job's not done, but how you feeling?
2: Job's not done. That's all I got to say. No, nah. uh, yeah, the job is not done yet, but I'm feeling very confident. I mean, we struggled in that second game 100%. We were getting locked up one, uh, but we still beat them by, what, 12 points? So you beat them by enough to call yourself a winner. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be – a four game sweep. If not, they're going to win one game and then they're going to go crazy over it, but not yet. They're going to, they're going to make their way into the second round, probably face the Celtics. And, uh, that's, that's all from there. Uh, the Celtics are a tough team to beat, especially in the playoffs and TD garden when it's electric. But yeah, I mean, uh, I believe in the Sixers and I have very, I have a very high confidence, uh, going into this next series. Yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest
1: thing, and props to the Nets, they're locking down Embiid 1,000%. He's averaging, I think, like around six, 15, 16 points this series because they're always doubling him, so we can't get the ball to him. And we need to get the ball to Embiid. Granted, James Harden's playing well. Max is playing really well. Um, but, I mean – the second game kind of scared me because the first half was just what the fuck because the first game of a series like the Sixers looked unbeatable and then the second game like we couldn't get a bucket like they were locking us down. Our defense was very shaky at best and uh, that kind of scared me uh, but I think it's going to be you know it's going to be f- five game series I think. I don't think it's going to sweep but they're looking really good. It's just a matter of playing consistent. And like I said, my quote of the day for throughout the NFL season was play four quarters the same way, because the second half of the second game, we played really well. If we played this, that same pace, the first half, it wouldn't be a question at all. Granted, we barely won. um, We still got the W. But I mean, there's still some things that we need to work on. and our defense didn't look that greatest, but I'm really excited for the Sixers. Um, I actually went to the game on Saturday um, and it was really fun. The environment was electric. Like everyone is in Phillies, like all Sixers and they support the team. So it's cool to see that at all. Um, but I think the Celtics, you know, it's going to be a tough second, second round because the Celtics are really good and they've picked it up. They got Jalen Brown back. They got Robert Williams back. Like, this is scary. Um, granted, we beat the Celtics, um, you know, before the end of the season, but that was without Jalen Brown and Robert Williams. So I'm scared for that. But uh, we'll, we'll 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 do uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, game game three is tomorrow in um, Brooklyn. Um, so I think the Sixers are gonna go one and one um, there, uh, and then hopefully come back to Philly
2: and win it all. Yeah. yeah. Um, Go
4: ahead, Ash. Okay, sorry. Um, I definitely thought that game one was really, really solid. Game two was a little bit more shaky. I did not have time. I actually only watched the first half of game two, um, which was, you know, not great to watch as a fan. Um, however, the clips of game two that I did watch were um, obviously a lot more solid, and it was great that they were able to go back into the locker room and really fix up where they needed to. I do not think that it is going to be a clean sweep. I do think that they will go one and one in Brooklyn um, and then come back to Philly to finish off the series. Um, I am really, really excited, though. I think that they are looking really, really solid and great, and I think that we have the potential to go really, really deep in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, to go back on that, I mean, uh they obviously won by 12 points in the second game. So, I, I mean, yeah, they did struggle in the first half, but they picked it up after halftime. And a 12-point lead, a 12-point win, I should say, as a comfortable win. Like, I mean, yeah, it was a high-scoring game regardless, but, like, it, usually it gets in, like, the 120s, you know, in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, no, they still beat them comfortably. And, yeah, I would like to see a sweep but I think it's going to be a game going to a game five and then you just got to rest up and prepare for the Celtics because that's that's your main focus right there and I feel like that's another reason why they weren't trying as hard in the second game because they knew that it was easy and they could pick it up and win the game when they want to but see, that's the problem that if you get into those periods where you think that you know oh yeah I can just slow down a little bit no you got to keep the Gas. I mean, your foot on the pedal, one hundred percent. Keep it on the gas because they might sneak up behind you, and then you're down five points, and with a minute on the clock, and then you're you're in some trouble. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's going to be a, a very interesting series against the um, the Celtics, one hundred percent. But I'm feeling confident that they're that Joel, Joel Embiid is going to make a statement, one hundred percent. If he if he already did. Um, against the, when we went to the, the game when he dropped 52 points. So, um, I, yeah, I'm thinking I think they're going to force a game seven in that series 100%. Yeah, one last thing. I mean,
1: I watched the second game, and it was we need to slow the ball down because we were rushing up and down the court way too fast, and we had turnovers that weren't supposed to happen because we were too, running down the court too fast and rushing it. If we just take our time, And relax i think it's going to be good because there's those those little um turnovers are very costly and we need to realize yeah we're a fast quick team but we got to slow it down um unless we step on the pedal rush down the court if it's like a tight game but other than that i mean they look good all around i mean the bench is really playing really well um so we'll we'll see what happens
0: Tyrese Maxey, baby. He has looked so good throughout the playoffs so far. Knock on wood. I hope I don't regret saying that. But, I mean, 33 points in the first game, especially that was when he went off playing 40 minutes and six rebounds. That's huge. Um, It's nice to see him take this growth and take this step up. And, I mean, last game, we didn't really need him. Or, I'm sorry, first game. 13 points. We didn't really need him to do much because that was the game Harden was going off, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, fine. It's going to be a different guy every game. And then last game, he goes off 33 points. This is good to see because you guys mentioned earlier, Embiid's going to get double teamed throughout the whole playoffs. So when Embiid gets double teamed, somebody else needs to be able to step up when they're going to get open, make shots, make plays, make plays, get rebounds and Tyrese Maxey and James Harden have both been that guy throughout the whole playoff series <clears throat> in my personal opinion it's really nice to see a young guy have this growth take this step up and drop 33 points in a game like this i mean 40 minutes is a long time to be out there but i mean effective as hell pretty much some kind of a play every minute so love to see last, it.
1: yeah one last thing i can move on i mean b-ball paul's looking really good in this playoffs i know he's been very quiet Um, you know, in the regular season. But the minutes we get him in the playoffs, he's getting boards, he's getting blocks, he's getting points. Like this is, I mean, he's not playing out of his mind, but he's playing a lot better than he's had in the past. And I'm really, it's really promising seeing that because like we all said, when Embiid's tired, you need somebody to step in. And Paul Reed kind of did it last year. This year has definitely made a name for himself. And I definitely think this is a a good fill in for MB for a few, like five, 10, like five six minutes, uh, so we can get a quick rest. But uh, that's all I got to say.
2: Yeah, 100%. It's good to see that the uh, bench players are playing as well as they are because if you see them playing as well as they are now, it's going to be a good sign to see them in later in the playoffs because that's when you need them the most. Um, it's, I mean, if you have a solid bench and a healthy bench and a well rested bench, to come in and score points and win that game, that's all you really need. And that's what the Sixers lacked in most of the other seasons is that they right, didn't right. have a solid bench. And even that thigh trade, I think that was a beautiful trade because McDaniel, he's a hes a great player. Right, he, right. he comes off the bench drop 15, you know, that's what you ask for out of a player. We got a bird landing
1: coming
0: in. A bird landing coming in for sure. Hopefully there's two birds landing coming in soon. One of them, hoping, would be Buddha Baker. And the second one would be our guest, a longtime friend of 302 Birds, uh Birdman, who's coming on the show. I guess we'll bring him on while his mask is still on for a second and let him take it off so you guys can hear him and see him. But birdman, welcome back to the show. What's up, guys? What's up?
5: glad to be back. Glad to talk to you guys. What's up, man? I'm
1: hyped for tomorrow, man. I can't wait. Yeah, no, we're excited to see you. We're excited to see you. No. Man, I, can't
0: wait. I
1: can't wait. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good time. So how do you feel about Buddha Baker? I feel like this is a good spot that we need to be filled. Um, and it's looking like he's leaning more towards us. Uh, I'm not sure what he's asking for, uh, but that would be a good player to fill in our roster. Um, Because we need a player like that, and uh, he's still young. You know, he still still has some time. And I think it's kind of funny that like he's coming over from the Cardinals because uh, I'm not sure because, but Jonathan Gannon's head coach, so that just makes it even better. Because I freaking hate Jonathan Gannon with a passion, burning passion. Uh, But I'm excited to see if he's coming. I mean, look at those stats; they just kind of tell you how how much of an asset this guy is. How you feeling, Birdman? About Peter Baker?
5: Man, I I, I I think if we can grab him, that'll be uh, solid. Especially uh, with the departure of C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you know, uh, he I think he would feel great in that spot. With even with him leaving, you No know, and uh, you know, especially having Son Redick, you know, they both played in uh, Arizona together, you know. I think he would be a perfect fit if we can snag him somehow, some way. If how we can work that magic that he always been working with, uh, and grab him, I think it would be a great feeling for us to take Gardner Johnson.
2: 1,000%. I agree. Sean, Ash, Yeah, I mean, Buda Baker, uh, I watched my friends, a Cardinals fans, so whenever he um, wanted to watch the Cardinals, um, he wanted to, uh, I watched them. Uh, so I saw a lot of Buda Baker, and I love him as a player. He's a great safety. I mean, I don't know if he's comparable to um, C.J. Garner-Johnson, but he's uh, definitely at, at that elite safety spot 100%, and I would love to see him in that safety room, especially when the Eagles need that much help at that position. So, And, and it's all signs to the Eagles that he wants to come here. So um, if Howie Roseman could work his magic like he always does, Uh, That would be great. And I also like the player, Devin White, like we talked about. Devin White, I mean, I would like to see him in that linebacker room too. I mean, you won't be able to get both, but never say never because Howard Roseman is a genius and the best GM in the league, 100%. I mean, because, look, you already see him restructuring uh, Jordan Milata's contract. So he's obviously trying to save some more money uh, to pay one of these guys. Um, hopefully. And not only that, but if you look at Jalen Hurts' contract, what we were talking about, man, its he's a genius. Guys, not to uh, kind of get off the rails, but uh,
1: breaking news, Ben Simmons is strongly considering retiring from the NBA. No, he's not. Are you what dead are ass? To... Is this
0: some kind of a fucking April
1: Fool's joke? Are you dead ass? Yeah, this is what it says on Rob... Uh, <coughs> Rob Buchanan, senior journalist at the NBA Insider, uh, MBA, NBA Insider. So, what? I don't know. I could not fake, but I just saw that. Sorry. Go ahead. Wow. I mean, I want to be
0: shocked.
4: Um. <laughs> I mean, so about this other uh, topic there. So, if we can find the money to pay him, I think it would be great. Um, I know that they are restructuring some contracts, trying to figure out how much cap space we have. Um, if we can find it, I think that would be a really great, obviously he's going to be no CJ, GJ, but I think he could be a really great fit, um, on that, on our team. So yeah, I think it could be a really fantastic fit.
0: I'm going to be the biggest advocate for Buddha. All right. I'm going (laughs) to love him because everybody's like, he's no CJ, GJ, all right, Ash. And Sean said it too. Look, he's got five pro balls in six seasons. I mean, there's something to be said for that. He's not a bad player. I know he got, you know, freaking hawked down by DK Metcalf a little bit long ago, but he's a good player, I promise. Um, No, in all seriousness, he probably saw what Jonathan Gannon was like, and he's like, fuck this. I'm out. Like, seriously. He probably looked at this guy, dumbass of the year. There's a reason when I made this graphic, I put a fucking Dunn's cap on him. And he was probably like... (laughs) fuck this on my first day this guy's shoo, 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 planes birds what am i he's probably like is this motherfucker on acid like what the f-? like he's probably like what is this guy smoking like seriously you're an nfl coach like greet me like hey you're ready to get to work let's go you ready to win a super bowl not birds playing like that was the weirdest interaction ever and you can see in his face he's just like Yeah, it's 100% Jonathan Gannon. No matter what you say it is, it's Jonathan Gannon of why he wants out of there.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I would not want to play defense for that man at all because there's no scheme, apparently. Neither would I want to be playing under him as a head football coach of my team. Fuck that dude. Get that man out of here. I am so glad he's gone. I'm a little mad he used the Eagles jacket on him. But uh, other than that, I mean, this could be. I mean, where,
0: what the fuck am I supposed to find? A picture of him in Cardinals uniform? Yeah, he's only going to exactly. be there for one season next year, exactly. and then he's going to get fired. Exactly. Exactly.
1: That's what you need. That is
0: what you need. Let me just fire up the time machine real quick. I mean, real quick to Buddha, though. Do you guys think that he's a little bit too old? 27. Is that too old? Is that no? That's I think that's your prime. Like, Malcolm I mean, Jenkins what? came
1: to this team when he was, what, 29, 20, 30? I don't know, I think he was younger than that. But, I mean, what? He's been in the league for, what, five, six years? Six, yep. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, I think it's his prime. I think that's the prime age. I would be a little, like, timid if he was, like, 32. But 29, I think, is a good age for him. You know, get some, get some years out of him, get his good years, and then uh, hopefully uh, – Chip them off. So, I'd like to see it. Um, and
0: now moving on to our last topic of the night the main event. Um, pretty quick podcast. Like I said, wait, we have wait. no time. You,
1: you forgot my thing. Shit Hey. Oh,
0: I got you. Don't worry. Time for everybody's favorite part of the show 302 trivia with your host, Jack Dalton, the mayor of Delaware. All
1: right. Thanks for like forgetting about that, Dalton. Really appreciate that. Um, but. So, in, in you know, the win of us getting Jalen Hurts' new contract extension, uh, the question has to do with him. And the question for tonight is, how many career fumbles does Jalen Hurts have? How many career fumbles does Jalen Hurts have? And when I say this, I'm not meaning, like, turnovers. I'm, I'm talking about fumble snaps that he picks back up, things like that. Um, and Ash gave me an answer, um, and her answer is right. Yeah. Uh, actually, I can't say it because we, I, she's right. But <laughs> Walton, you're yeah, wrong. don't say
0: it yet. Don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. Mal- we'll go back to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But uh, sure, yeah,
0: we'll do it after segment. our last segment. Um. On that note, thank you, Jack. And thank you for reminding me. Um. But yeah, like I was going to say, really short show tonight. No KJ, no Tommy, and no Zeppelin. So apologize for that for you all. But look at this. This man just got paid. He's about to go buy dinner for the whole fucking city of Philadelphia, I heard. Or maybe Rita's Water Ice or something like that. Come on, Jalen. Give back a little bit, brother. $255 God damn. Most expensive contract in NFL history. And who was it negotiated by? His girl. That's pretty cool. That's a power couple right there. That's pretty badass. Good for you, Jalen Hurts. Good for you for getting paid. Good for you for being an athlete, proving all the doubters wrong. And last but not least, good for you for bagging that chick, man, who got the bag for you. That's a power couple move right there. And last but not least, I know I said this too, but I did see an article. In four years, so much has changed for this man. Four years ago, he was uncertain about his future in the draft, didn't really know what team he was going to be on. Now he just went to the Super Bowl and is the highest paid NFL deal.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: What I what I got Sean. Go ahead, sorry.
2: Yeah. So uh, I don't know if that was his girlfriend. Sorry off topic. I don't know if that's his girlfriend or if that's his agent because I know he has a female agent. I don't know uh, which one is which but um, yeah, I know he has the female agent that secured him the bag. Yeah, 1000%. You know, it's crazy. I'm pretty
0: sure it's his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. pretty sure they're like hooking up. Um, They're not hooking up. I'm sorry. They're dating. I sounded like Tom there. There was a time in college when Tom, like, was talking about this couple that had been dating for, like, six months. He's like, yeah, they've been, like, fucking, like, no, Tom, they've been dating for six months.
1: So, you know, this this kind of is cool for me and Dalton. Not really, but it's kind of cool. So his whole team is female, all female. And it's crazy to say that because he is now the number one highest paid uh, player in the NBA or NBA, NFL. Um, and I put this in the chat. I, I said he goes from benched in title game to transferring to Oklahoma, to drafted second round, to forced to be a Wildcat player, to now the highest paid QB in the league, which is huge. Like he has, you know, gone through leaps and bounds to get to where he's at right now. He brought us to the Super Bowl last year. We were a first round out um, the year before that. So, I mean, this is very well-deserving, and I think – I'm surprised it came so late, but he earned this. I think it's not too much. I mean, this is a player that we want to keep for a long time. And uh, I think uh, the fact that we did this is huge for us, 1,000%. And now we're reconstructing, uh, reconstructing mulata's uh, contract. So, I mean, it's awesome for him that he finally got paid
2: that he deserved. Birdman, what you got to say?
5: Yeah, I think uh I think that was like, you know, before they even they announced his contract, I saw, you know, I was I said two fifty million, so two hundred fifty million. So uh two fifty five was right on the money where I thought he was gonna get paid at. Um so uh yeah, I think he deserves it, man. He you know he works hard, like as it's saying, it's off season right now, he's still working hard. Uh, you know, it, Brian never stops for him. Uh, I think, you know, him him pushing himself through this and Know, getting this contract is, is excellent. I think Eagles did a fabulous job. I, you know, it's mainly Howie. I, I think, you know, he's a big part of it. But uh, re- restructuring everyone's contracts, especially Jordan Mulata with the big move today, I feel like that's an, uh, an aggressive move we're going to make towards, like, you know, coming up draft day. We're going to, you know, probably put to get someone uh, that you're, you know, it's going to shock the world. Um, and I'm not going to give away that, you know who i think right now we'll just hold off on that but uh you know back to jalen hurts i just feel like you know he's you know we 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 did the right thing and gave him the money he deserves 1000 Robinson. nope (laughs) nope
0: Nope. is that who it is Birdman? is that who you want that's who i want dead ass i put him right in the uh in the thumbnail because i get i get flamed for wanting him on the show so if you want him you will be
5: my best friend
0: i mean i want him but uh I feel like he'll
5: fall below 10 and if we trade up, uh we're not going to trade up to get him. We're going to trade up to get someone else.
1: No, I mean, no shit I want him on the team, but I'm not, I'm not, if I was having not spending a 10 uh 10 overall pick on the running back cuz we have I would trade
0: up to get him with 30
1: I think he's a second round. You're loaded. <laughs>
0: what else do you need, dude? You need a yeah, safety well, and a exactly. running back, and you're both First, We up.
1: are loaded. We need defense. We need the deep back. We need uh, yeah linebacker. So, we need something. We don't need a running offensive yeah. player at all.
0: I mean, that's what you're I'm saying. Guys, I mean, head if he out of his falls, ass, we'll go get that one linebacker. What were we saying, Birdman? I feel
5: you know if we get him if he falls to ten, we're going to grab him at ten, but. We're not gonna trade up to get him. I think he's gonna fall away earlier. That's just my opinion. And uh, I think if we stay with the tenth pick, uh, we're gonna go with that 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 guy from Iowa, Dan Ness guy. Uh, he's a demon. I think he would just fit right the hell in with our team. I got high hopes from that guy. Man. So that's just my opinion. I mean, we'll see. I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and see
0: for damn sure um jack sean ash anybody else got anything that they want to say all right well i'll kick it to you jack for the uh final time for everybody's favorite part of the show 302 trivia with your host jack dawden the mayor of delaware
1: Thank you again, fans Football Network. And uh, thanks for remembering it, Dalton, yet again, even though it took you some time. Um, So the question we had tonight was, how many career fumbles does Jalen Hurts have? Again, how many career fumbles does Jalen Hurts have? And the answers were A, 25, B, 27, C, 20, D, 19. And these are combined fumbles, not ones that we lost or anything like that. Um, And the answer, Ash gave me the right answer, And the answer was 27. Uh, Sean gave me the right answer. And then Dalton gave me the wrong answer. Um, So Ash is what? Number six for you? Is that number six?
4: I think so. I I think, yeah. We'll have to
1: update it next week. This week,
0: not going to happen with me and Ash's (laughs) week that's going on. But we'll figure it out next week. But I think (laughs) Ash is at three. I remain consistent. KJ remains consistent. Sean goes up one. So I think Sean might be tied with me and KJ now. Tommy's not here. And then did any no one, of the fans get it? No.
4: No.
1: No one – I don't think anyone gave it an I don't answer.
4: think – I don't think anybody gave us anything.
1: Yeah. All right. I, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. So – uh, but, yeah, and no, I saw that. So, fun fact is that he has consistent in his three years. He has nine f- total footballs throughout each season. So – um, very consistent, which is uh when I saw that I was like, holy crap, like I didn't know that at all. But uh that is the answer for sure. Um I don't know if we got anything else, but go ahead, dog. It's you.
0: Now that's all we got. I mean, come out to our event tomorrow night if you guys aren't doing anything at Klondike kate's on Main Street. Uh 6 to 10 PM, gonna be a really fun night. Got a ton of celebrity guest bartenders, got Birdman. Got the Philly sports guy, got e Eagles, Chris Nady, me and KJ, Eagle Demon, Dunphy's coming out for a little bit, um, Hockey Score 19, a.k.a. Sean Watson, a tell more people. Um, I apologize if I didn't name anybody, and come get your picture with an Eagles cheerleader from 8 to 9 p.m. too. A lot of fun stuff to do. All ages are welcome to stay until 9 o'clock, 9 to 10. At that point, you got to be 21 and up. But please come out. There will be silent auction items. Please bring cash. I repeat, bring cash to tip. 100% of cash tips are going to be donated for the Eagles Autism Challenge. Raising money for a great cause. That's all I got. I'll kick it to Jackson to do what he does best.
1: Yeah, like I said, you better be there or be square to this event tomorrow. This is our first big event. It's for a good cause. You better be there. I'll be rocking security for the cheerleaders. Uh, we got a lot of people on on deck for guest bar, bartending. If I don't see you, I'm gonna find you and I'm going to hunt you down and constantly message you. Why didn't you come out? But without further ado, Birdman, I love you. You're the boy. Love you, kid. See you tomorrow, you. brother. See you tomorrow. Good um, Josh is. I think he's still up. Uh, Josh, it's an outro, not an intro. Hit that outro. <laughs>